In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You're smarter than this. You should know better. Why aren't you doing something about it? Or what do you mean? Can't you just stop eating? The What's Eating You podcast is a series of mental health topics that are designed to make you think, learn, educate, and validate. Enjoy the show. All right, let's get into today's episode. Trigger warning. We are going to be discussing eating disorders, especially eating disorders in families and how family members can help. This is a special topic because as many of you know, I went through my own eating disorder in my teen years. It was very secretive. It was very shameful. I go in massive amounts of detail in my book. If you want to grab a copy of my book, head to mindfoodsteph.com and you can type mindfood20 in the checkout for a discount. This question came from an Instagram viewer and it was from a concerned mother who has also been through her own eating disorder many, many years ago. Now her daughter is going through an eating disorder. I believe the daughter is in her early 20s and she's unsure how to support her daughter. So let's go into today's episode. If you're new here, welcome to the What's Eating You podcast. We take a deep dive into all things related to mental health, eating disorders, and more. I'm your host and psychologist, Stephanie Giorgio, and I'll be answering a question from one of our listeners. The listener has messaged and said, I'm a parent and my daughter is struggling with an eating disorder. I want to know how I can help her. Can you give me any advice? First of all, I want to acknowledge and say that it is amazing that you are aware of your daughter's eating disorder. Back in my day, eating disorders were very secretive and even though my family, my mom had an inkling about it, there was no way I was going to tell them because back then no one spoke about mental health, no one spoke about eating disorders, especially bulimia. There is a lot of shame, there is a lot of disgust, there is a lot of guilt around that one. And I'm not sure what eating disorder your daughter is struggling with, but hopefully I can answer this question broad enough to give you an understanding of what could be useful and what won't be useful. Now, eating disorders are complex and challenging to address. So it's important you approach this with sensitivity and care. Here are a few tips to help your daughter. 
The first thing is try to listen with empathy and without judgment. Encourage your daughter to be as open as possible with what is going on. What kind of eating disorder is she experiencing? Is she restricting her food? Is she purging, vomiting after meals? Is she binge eating? Is she not eating at all? Is she... It honestly could be anything. Eating disorders span far and wide. So I think it's important to understand it with a non-judgmental stance. And this can be really hard because often mothers can get angry, but the anger comes from sadness. They're angry and upset. Their daughter is going through this, but often it can be expressed in a really negative way. Like, you know, you're smarter than this. You should know better. Why aren't you doing something about it? Or what do you mean? Can't you just stop eating? And I've seen this in so many families where perhaps mothers who perpetuate daughters' eating disorders, and this viewer, I'm not relating this to you at all. I'm just talking from my own experience. I actually think it's great you're reaching out and asking this question, but there are many mothers out there who perpetuate daughters' eating disorders without even realizing. For example, commenting on what they're eating, not having specific food in the house, mentioning their weight, reminding them they should be on a diet, commenting on clothing, how they look, that they have no control, that they're stupid, that they should be trying harder, projecting their own weight issues onto their daughters, talking about how they're trying to eat healthy and they're on the latest diet and did you see your cousin? She lost so much weight. And today on the Today Show, they were talking about this new cookie diet. All of that, no, 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 no. All of that is bad stuff and perpetuates eating disordered behavior. So the first thing is, Obviously, educate yourself about eating disorders. Learn about the different types, the symptoms, and treatment options. Once you know all this, you'll be better equipped to help your daughter. If she's not in therapy, link her in to a psychologist who has expertise in eating disorders. This is incredibly important. Not all psychologists do. It is quite niche. It's not something you're taught in university at all. You're basically taught anxiety, depression, and that is it. After that, you're on your own devices to learn and upskill. So find someone who specializes in this area. I would recommend going on the ANZ website, A-N-Z-E-A-D. I'll link it below. But this is the Australia, New Zealand, and beyond eating disorder advocacy. So basically, it is the peak body for eating disorder professionals involved in research, prevention, treatment, and advocacy in Australia and New Zealand. So check out ANZ. I'll link it below. You can find a credentialed eating disorder clinician here that can work with you, work with your family, etc. It is so important. Eating disorders do not go away on their own without proper treatment. If you're concerned, go to your doctor and have her checked out. Have a full bloods run, make sure everything is okay, blood pressure, etc. It doesn't matter if the person is not overweight or underweight, etc. Eating disorders affect any weight, shape, and size, and it is crucial that you have a medical done. And a doctor will recommend this, and a psychologist should recommend it as well. Now, depending on the severity of the eating disorder, Outpatient may not be enough. Seeing a psychologist in a private practice may not be enough. They may need an inpatient stay. If you're in Melbourne, there is the Melbourne Clinic and they offer six-week intensive treatment where it's an overnight stay. They do group work. They do different 
workshops, etc. They're given their meals, they're on meal plans. It's it's full on, but it's fantastic. That is one option. There are other groups, other options, but depending on her age, depending on her circumstance, check those out. Now, let's say she is engaged with therapy and you want to know how you can help her at home. As mentioned, create a safe and open environment for your daughter to talk to you about her feelings and experiences. This can be super hard, but try to avoid judgment or criticism and listen to what she has to say, even if it sounds ridiculous to you. For example, she may say, hey, mom, I'm really having strong eating disorder thoughts that I shouldn't eat this cookie, but the healthy adult in me, the compassionate adult that I'm learning in therapy to grow is saying, eat the damn cookie. And as her mom and her support, you can say, you know what? It's great. You're recognizing these two parts of yourself, the part of you that wants to restrict and the part of you that wants to get better. That is awesome. You're recognizing that. How about we have a cookie together? So get involved in the process, get involved in the eating exposure. If you know that eating out is a massive anxiety provoking thing for your daughter and find out what is, what is stressful to her? Is it eating out? Is it using a specific fork? Is it having a particular dressing and encourage her to do that and do it with her. I always believe in role modeling by example. So role model eating a variety of foods, role model eating out, role model eating in public. Whatever your daughter is struggling with, try to do those behaviors with her and talk through it. As difficult as the thoughts may be or they may sound, encourage her to say them out loud because when we name it, we can tame it. And often with eating disorders, there's two parts in your brain. There's the healthy, compassionate adult part. We're trying to grow in therapy. And then there is the critical eating disorder part. And it's about recognizing that part, negotiating with it at first, and then really strengthening that adult part of yourself that we want to get better. Now, once you've got professional help, once you're role modeling, you're engaging her in exposure, you're listening and supporting her. I would also explore if there is anxiety, try to do some relaxation together, some meditation, maybe lighting some incense, doing some art, some music, or going for a walk. Help find easy coping mechanisms to deal with stress and anxiety. If you're listening to this thinking you can relate to so much of what is being said, I know that my book can help you. I wanted to just remind you that you can get a discount using the code MINDFOOD20 from mindfoodsteath.com. Remember, you are not alone when it comes to an eating disorder and there is food freedom on the other side. Now, I want to talk a little bit about what not to do because I wish I had this growing up or someone kind of spoke to my mother, love her to bits. But as you know, growing up in an ethnic household, um, parents uh, won't hold back from commenting on your weight or on different things they see in the media. So what do you think the things that mothers should not do is? I think number one, comment on your weight, shape and size and what you're eating. Mums, just don't comment. Just stand back. If I want to eat the jar of Nutella, let me. Perhaps when I'm over it and calm and I want to talk about it, then we can talk about it. But it doesn't help, especially just be mindful of your tone when you speak to your daughters. Tone is everything. Instead of saying, why are you eating that? Maybe ask, 
oh, I've noticed you're eating this. Is everything okay? The way you say stuff is very important because yes, people with eating disorders are very defensive and constantly feel they're being attacked, constantly feel they're being scrutinized, constantly feel they're being judged. So they're likely to prickle their hairs up when you're commenting on stuff. So mums, try not to comment on it. Try to spend time together talking about other stuff other than weight, shape, and size. There are more important things in the world. Talk to your daughters about how they're going at work, how their friends are going, partners, dating, all of that sort of thing. Create a life that normalizes speaking about topics outside of eating. The third thing is go shopping with your daughter and encourage her to try new foods or encourage her to do the shopping with you. Just become part of the process. And I think what's really beautiful is involving your daughter in the preparation of foods. Let's make dinner together. How about we find a recipe and we make it? Let's make some pizzas. Let's make some stir fry, whatever it may be. Now, having safe foods in the house is important. So safe foods are foods that the person feels comfortable to eat, usually like rice cakes, um, vegetables, fruit, carrot sticks, etc. Safe foods are great to have, but also encourage that person to step out of the box. And thirdly, when you compliment each other or your daughter, try to make it more about, oh, you look like you're losing weight today or whatever their weight may be. Compliment their personality, compliment their strengths, compliment their achievements. Because when you have an eating disorder, all you used to evaluate yourself is your weight, shape, and size. And by having other people compliment other things about you can be very healing and nourishing and something different because appearance is such a big aspect in society. It's really nice to hear other compliments about what is great about all of us. And if you're listening to this and you're going through an eating disorder, apply all these strategies yourself. Don't be afraid. Step out your comfort zone. Get people exposed in your journey, in your exposure therapy. But the most important thing to take away from this is eating disorder recovery, it's not a destination. It is a daily decision. It is that decision to have your wheat bix and sit with discomfort. It is the decision to, after you've had a binge, say, you know what? Yes, I may feel horrible, but I can learn from this binge. What was the trigger? What were my thoughts? What were my feelings? Actively involve yourself. You have to participate in your own recovery. No one is going to do it for you and you're never going to feel fully ready to recover. So remember, those micro decisions you make throughout the day, they will accumulate and that's how you recover from an eating disorder. It's not reaching a point where you are fully recovered. It's What do I do in this decision I have right now? I have to make a decision. Am I going to purge or am I going to surf the urge? And those decisions will accumulate and they will pay off. I have to make a decision. Am I going to go out for pizza with my friends or am I going to avoid and pretend I'm busy and stay home and have tea and vegetables? Right? So remember, ask yourself, what would my healthy adult part that has recovered and no longer has an eating disorder What would they do in this moment and do that thing? And let me give you a little tip. Whatever feels harder in the moment is usually the right thing to do. Now, if you're going through an eating disorder, if you're struggling with disordered eating, let me know on Instagram. 
What can your mother do to help you or what could your mother have done to help you? I would love to know and I would love to see this on a post. So when I post about this podcast episode, please comment, let me know your opinions and thoughts. And remember, it takes time, but it's a process. And with the right resources and support, it is possible. I know because I've been there and I know you can get there too. Thank you so much for your question and best of luck to you and your daughter and anyone else who's listening to this who may be going through the same challenge. That's all we have time for on today on the What's Eating You podcast. If you have a question you would like me to answer, you can either send me an email or jump in the question box every Sunday on Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. Thank you so much for listening. I can't wait to see you in the next episode. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.